Mic check, mic check. What is going on, everybody? Happy Monday. Welcome. You know what? Let's not even, I'm not going to sugarcoat it. Let's, let's get into the shits right away. Drop that shit. RIP DMX, you know, RIP DMX. Listen, I don't care if you're white, black, Asian, purple, an alien. When this shit came on, at the party, the f- whatever you want to call it, party function, it was lit. This shit comes on, I'm punching anybody in the face. I don't care who it is. My niggas moving silence, like you don't know what I style is. New York niggas the wildest. My niggas is with it. You want it? Come and get it. Took it, then we split it. Fucking Mike, right, we did it. A real one, gone. That's running with A legacy left. Break it up and dismantle. Light it up like a candle. Just cause I can't stand you. Put my shit on tricks. Like you bustin' bricks. Think you holding weight and you haven't met the eggs. What's going on, everybody? Like I said before, welcome to another episode of American Homie Podcast. Happy Monday. I'm back. You guys didn't get shit from me last week. And I really don't, I mean, I just didn't have time. Point blank period, I didn't have time, all right? And I wish I had a better excuse for you guys, but I don't, I didn't have time. Uh, so we're here though, all right? It's Monday. I know you're probably sad or you're probably tired. It's okay, we're going to get through this shit. I'm going to give you a quick little 30, 45, maybe an hour of entertainment. Talk some shit, go, go over some things that have happened. Um, just kinda, I'm just kind of freeballing it today, you know what I mean? I'm, I'm just kind of, I'm winging it. Um, but yeah, so there was no episode last week. Um, a lot of things happened. Uh, you know, um, was it, wasn't the East, was it Easter last week? Yeah, it was Easter last week. I fucked up my hip. I fell in the parking. I like, there's a lot of shit that was going on at work, busy shit at work. Um, but Hey, we're here. It's Monday. All good. We're back. You know, there's a couple things we can talk about today. Uh, um, but hope you guys were doing well. Hope you hope you guys enjoyed the week and had a very you know, um, you know, easy week. And hopefully we can carry that into this week and then go nice and smooth. It's been raining the last like two or three like this entire weekend. It's been just raining, so it's been kind of shitty to be honest with you. Hoping that um, hoping that it can kind of the weather can kind of you know. It's kind of it's it is kind of nice that we're getting this rain because it's it's an allow, it's allowing especially around here in northeast Wisconsin where I live, um it's a lot it's allowing a lot of like the vegetation the grass to really grow and I feel like we're finally out of winter so it feels good man it feels good but like I said hope you guys have been having a good uh, a good week hopefully we can you know start this week off with positive vibes start off right be happy. And just take it day by day. Because that's all, at the end of the day, that's all you got to do. If you're in a job that you don't like, if you're doing some shit you don't like, take it day by day and the shit will pass. I promise you. But uh, there's there's been a lot of stuff going on in the news. Um, I, it's really hard to, to cover everything. Um, I think, you know, the I think for me, personally, for me, the passing of DMX, the rapper, it really, that really, really, um, it really, touched me in a way you know what i mean um you know i i had my t- my stint in the in the music industry and um you know growing up as as a hip-hop fan a, a rap fan my my guy was jay-z that was my goat that's what is my goat right that, that, that was that was my dude um and i was really i really was enamored with that whole new york lifestyle and you know but there was always like as I was growing up, I had I had Jay Z, but at that same time, there was another guy. Other and it, I'm not talking about Nas. That, that was that's Nas, but I'm talking about DMX, right? During during those times, like DMX was like, like people don't understand this. 
<clears throat> at one point in time, DMX was bigger than Jay Z. Like, DMX was at the height, and Jay Z was coming up. They they both kind of started at the exact same time in that area, but DMX kind of rose to fame first, and then Jay Z that kind of came. You know, eventually Jay Z obviously eclipsed him, but. DMX was always somebody that I listened to, somebody that, you know, I, I just loved his personality. I loved his persona, um, the whole dog thing. I loved, it was like, a, it, was a, it wasn't really like a character. Like, people don't understand, like, and I, I never met DMX, but I, I know people that have met him and, and, and been around him and um, producers that have produced for him. And and that that dog, that, that, uh, that persona that we thought was a persona, it wasn't a persona. It was real. Like the dude was obsessed with dogs, he was, you know what I mean? Like that whole all that shit that was real, all right. That that's just what he was. Um, you know, he he unfortunately passed due to an overdose, and you know that's that's it's one of the saddest ways to see somebody of that caliber go out. Um, you know, at his height, he was just he was a superstar. He was a superstar. I mean, you can, you can go on YouTube and you find videos of him performing for a for. It, it looks like the world. It literally looks like, like there's a video of uh, him performing at Woodstock, and it, it legit looks like he's performing in front of the world. Like it's just so many people, sing, so many people singing his song, so many people just vibing out to his music. DMX was like his music was. He he had a crazy transformation. He he went from making these street grimy hardcore rap songs, right? Shit that you would listen to and like shit that you would work out to. Shit that you would, you know, if you had beef with somebody, you play that before you go, you know, fight them. Like he made that type of music. He made music that really got you like just pumped. Like let's go. You know what I mean? And as his career moved on, he really, you know. He really transformed from that to opening up about his, his own demons, his own addictions, and, you know, things he was going through in life. You know, he, he wasn't the best rapper, but he did a really good job in telling the story. You know, he really he did a really good job where he, his, a lot of his songs that weren't about beating people up or shooting people or punching people in the face, that weren't that. The ones where he got into about addiction, about family problems, about like he he was a true poet. He was a true storyteller. I urge you guys to, you know, if you're listening to my podcast after this, go on Spotify, go on on iTunes or whatever, even YouTube, and, and listen to some of his his, uh, his his music. That's not the that's not the what the hit the, the, the shit that we're used for him used to from him like the hits. You know, there's other, he has a lot of B-side records that, that really did, did a lot of good things for people and helped people through, through their problems. You know, um, the later, the later parts of his life, you know, leading up to his death recently, he really, it, it, it seemed like he had really given his, his life to God. And he, and in, in his music, in his music, he... In his music, he 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 was already on that vibe. He was already on that. Like he was already about God praying. And even even when he was at his height, when he was like the biggest rapper in the world, he would always have those messages about God and praying. And and you know, it's especially the last couple years, he really like hammered down on the message from God. And he has a he has a couple uh, albums where he just does like three or four like prayer interludes of him just talking to God, his, and the passion, the, the pain that you hear in his voice. It's, um, it's sad, man, to, to see, to see a person like DMX who suffered his, you know, had his demons, suffered from addiction. And, and a lot of people don't understand this. People think, oh, he was, he just, he, he got into hip hop and became a junkie. No, no, no. DMX was a druggie when he got into music. He was he was a crackhead when he got into music. A lot of people don't understand that. Like at his at his height, at his peak, he was on hardcore drugs. I'm talking about like drugs, not like weed. No, no, no. He was on drugs. 
at the height. Could you imagine Drake? Could you? And that's what it is. This is the same thing. Could you imagine Drake being on heroin and being Drake? Could you imagine that? Could you, could you imagine Drake being on crack and being Drake? Think about that. That's who DMX was. Literally, that's who he was. Like it wasn't like he it wasn't like the, the industry was so bad that it got him into drugs. No, he was already into drugs. He was a junkie. You, you can go on YouTube, you can look all this shit up. A lot of his friends, a lot of people close to him will they'll admit that. So the fact that this 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 person who had he had these type of, of demons, these type of addiction, this type of addiction, and still rose to get to where he got. Other than the addiction, it shows what kind of person he was. A person of just, when you want it, you can get it. No matter what, literally no matter what's holding you back. This man had, he was a crackhead. He was a drug addict. And he rose to the top of the music industry. Insane, man. It's, a, it's, a, it's, an, it's an insane story. It's a sad story to see to see him, you know, pass from, from an overdose. Um and, and uh, another thing that really bothered me was so much like just false information. When he overdosed, he, he you know, he was, he was, um, there was so many rumors that would come out. Oh, he, he died this morning or he died last night or just, just so much, just so much bullshit, man. It's just sad to see like people just like when people don't know, they'll say something so that it looks like they know just for that little bit of clout. You know what I mean? When the paramedics, when the paramedics got got, when they got to uh, to him when he overdosed, he wasn't breathing. They had to they had to resuscitate him, and he was he wasn't he wasn't breathing. He stopped breathing long enough where his brain literally was getting no oxygen, so the damage was done. You know what I mean? Like there was, like the the entire time from when they found him, he wasn't breathing. He was dead already. Did these these past this past week he he had been breathing on, on, a, on a machine like he was already done. There was a machine doing the work for his body. His body was checked out. You know the the doctors were saying there's there's no sign of no brain activity. Like he was already done. So I I knew he was like all right. Well he's he's not gonna recover. It's over. You know, obviously his family um his family you know it's like at some point you know they're they're holding on hope. Especially him being a god fearing person, they're holding out hope, hoping for a miracle. But it's just, it's tough, man. And you know, they finally, you know, made a tough decision and you know, let him pass, let him pass in peace. And I think the hip hop world lost a legend. I think pop culture in general lost a legend. Um, so R.I.P. to that man. It's death is weird, you guys. It's it's a weird, it's a weird, weird concept. It's a weird thing. Because it's, that's the one thing that we're all going to have to go through, you know. This past couple months spent during COVID, um, I lost a very clo close person to me. Um, in, in my uncle, he's kind of my uncle. Uh, like, it's not really my uncle, but I call him my uncle. But he's my family, right? He's my, he's my mom's aunt's husband, you know. But I was, I was, I was very close to this man. And, um, you know, I, I, I grew up and I don't know why I'm going to get into this shit, but I'm going to do it because I ain't got much to talk about today, but I'm going to do it. You know, growing up, death was always kind of a thing in my, in my upbringing. Um, you know, I, I grew up without a father. My father committed suicide when, when I was fifth grade, fourth grade, something like that. Right. So at that young age to, to, to have to deal with death, and I, I never had a I never had a relationship with my father, so death wasn't really like him died wasn't like didn't really affect me very much. You know what I mean? How how are you supposed to be sad? Like how am I, you know? I guess it's sad that a, a human a, a life was lost, but I can't be sad because I don't really know you. Know what I mean? I don't really know you, so I can be sad that you died because you're a person, you're a human being on this earth. I can be sad about that, but I can't be sad that. Like, I don't know you. You know what I mean? So it's just like, I can only be so, so much sad. 
you know. Um, so death was always something. And growing up, I had friends die, you know, people that I knew die from drug overdoses, violence, just certain, you know, things, right? So death, but I, but I, I never really had anybody very close to me, like, that I actually loved die until these past couple months. You know, when my uncle Ruben died, um, he, uh, he, he was in prison for, uh, about 15 years, 16, 17, something like that, 15, 16, 17 years, something like that between 15 and 17 years in prison. Right. Was it? Yeah. Around that, around that 15 years, around that, around that ballpark, he was in prison. He was in federal prison. And, I got close to him as, as I got out of high school. I, I growing up, I didn't have any, I didn't have any father figures to really give me like man advice, right? How to carry yourself, how to carry yourself as a man. Never, never had that. You know, it was kind of just. I had uncles that would give me tidbit, tidbits of pieces of advice when they, they would see me. But most of them went to prison too, you know what I mean? So it's like, you know, I never really had, and they were imprisoned out of Wisconsin. So, you know, I couldn't, I couldn't see them. I couldn't go travel and see them. You know what I mean? Where my uncle Ruben, I built a, a, a pretty good relationship with him as far as like, he, you know, him remembering me when I was a kid to growing up to being, you know, a, a young person. Um, we would, you know, me and my, me and my cousin, his son would go, you know, we, we would go to see him as much as we could. And it always leave, he'd always we'd get there and some, he'd give us how, look at the way you guys are dressed why you guys wearing all that bright ass clothes. You're wearing baggy clothes. Like, and he would always give me, give us these little tidbit of information or lessons. Right. As, as, for, and it's, it's hilarious. Cause I got a fucking man who's in prison giving me life lessons. Isn't that hilarious, right? And he would give me little bits and pieces of, of I'm not going to say manly advice, but just advice in general, right? How to carry yourself. This this was a man, when he when he was alive and, and out, out of prison, I remember him, like he was like dressed to the T. Carried himself very well. Right, the down to the the way he dressed, the way he carried himself was top notch. All right, he was he he loved he was a, he was a oh he dressed very western, but not like western like fucking like huck like a like wide herb. No, no, he dressed like Mexican western. All right, the 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 western style of of, of Mexicans in Mexico. Right, like his outfits were damn near suits. But crisp, no no wrinkles, crisp, all right? Fucking jackets with, like, leather little patches and shit on them. Very crisp. This man, he, he carried himself in a very, very proper way, right? Appearance was everything, okay? Cowboy hat, fucking nice belt buckle. Like, a fold shirt was not a crease in it, perfect shirt. So he, this man carried himself in a very high regard. He carried himself very well. So we would come to prison to see him, and he'd just immediately start roasting. Just start roasting. What the fuck are you guys wearing? I'd be in shorts with some Jordans on. What, what are you wearing? Just, just start going in on us. My cousin's fucking got faded, true religion, baggy-ass jeans and... Just we're looking like savages, right? Tattoos, and we got fucking chains on and shit. And he would tell us, he go, listen, appearance is everything. He would tell us, right? You want somebody to take you serious? Don't go looking like a clown and be expected to be taken serious, right? He would give us little, you know, information like that. He would just, just certain little like lesson. And I don't think he understood that he, what he was saying meant so much to both of us, to my, to his son and to me. I don't think he understood that. You know, he would just little, little, little nidbits of information like that. Um, you know, really 
pounding in my head how important family was. Right? How important family was. You know, caring yourself properly, how important family is. Being aware who you're doing who you're doing business with. Being aware of your friends, right? A lot of times in life we go throughout the days and we just not, it's not that we we ignore the people around us, but we just don't pay no, pay them no mind because we're so focused on what we're doing, right? And a lot of times that's not fair to the people around us, to, to loved ones, to friends. And people be, people could be going through something, and you're just ignoring them because you're so focused on your shit, right? And and I, I try I try to I try to fix that in myself. I I do it sometimes, but I try to fix that in myself today. He taught me things like that of like being aware of everyone around you. Be aware of who's going through what. Be aware if this person is secretly not liking you or, or, or trying to do some other shit behind your back. Right? My wife would always tell me, you can't control everything that happens in the world. And when she would tell me that, I would remember a thing my uncle told me. He would tell me, there's things in this world that are going to happen that are out of your, out of your control, right? You you can't you can't help it. You can't control it, okay? But you what you are in control of you're in control of yourself. You're in control of where you put yourself. All right. If you put yourself in a in a place that something bad's going to happen and it happens, you put yourself there. This comes back to always knowing what's going on, always knowing your surroundings. All right, always knowing these things, you know, and and I I I live my I, I live my life like that to this day. I know, I I I'm always aware wherever I'm at, work, the gym I work out in, wherever I'm at, I'm aware of everyone around me, all the time, because. It comes back to the you can't you can't control the things that happen in, in in the world, but you can control what you where you put yourself. You know, um, those are the type of things he gave me, right? So he had finally got out of prison, right? His his story is he he had a, he had a a big part of how I look at things politically, not not not. He has no he he knew nothing about politics, he none about that. But just the things that happened with him, right? He was he was uh, locked up how many years ago? Fuck. You know, 15 or whatever years ago, right? He had got hold on a minute. He had got uh locked up for, you know, drugs, obviously, right? Mexican, obviously, right? That's not racist. But um he got a really harsh sentence, okay? Really harsh sentence, and the whole Trump, the whole Trump administration when they they did they, uh, you know people don't want to admit this but they did a huge, they did did a huge overhaul of those harsh sentences right because his sentence was not uh, uh there's no criminal like there's no violent act involved in his in his sentence right it was just drug it was a drug offense, so long story short. Monko ends up getting released ahead of time, right? It was a it was a beautiful, it was a beautiful moment. I remember my cousin calling me, bro, my my dad's getting out, blah blah blah. He just called me, blah blah blah, and and it, it just it was a shock, right? It was a shock. And I remember him going to pick him up, and I ended up the next day going to see him. And it was it was good. It was it was weird. It was it was weird to see him outside of the prison like it was weird like oh you're here you're like here in, in the real world right and he was just like a kid in the candy store like he was just so happy to to be free right to to be with his family mind you he's he's at the late he's you know he's a little old guy now right he's at the he's at the he's in the i would say he's in the end of the third quarter in, at his life at that time he's at the end of the third quarter you know what i mean Old, but not like crazy old. He's still got a, he's still got some years left in him. 
So it was good. So I know, um, and it's a regret to my to this day. He he didn't get to meet my kids because I figured, you know, hey, you know, we got time, and you know, we'll we'll get the I'll bring the kids. You'll see them. You'll meet them. Blah blah blah. Right. And this comes back to just being so focused on your shit, and that, and that's what I was. I was so focused on my life. Right. I was so focused on my life that he never got to meet my kids. And it's it's something that kind of fucks with me to this day. Um, because I was so focused on my shit, right? Just just figuring things out, uh, working, working out. Just so you know, my esports stuff. And he ended up getting um cancer. Uh, he got cancer in his, I think it was nose or something like that. Yeah, nose, something like that. So. He gets diagnosed with cancer. He goes and starts getting treatment, you know, uh, chemo, blah, 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 right? And he's doing good with chemo. Then he gets really sick. Okay, he gets really sick. And this is during COVID. So my biggest fear was when he was getting sick is like, you know, if he gets COVID, it's going to be tough. And... You know, sure shit, he he gets COVID, right? Mind you, the cancer was already in full force. He was he wasn't doing well. COVID comes along, he gets COVID, and it happened so fast. You know, he got he got he got sick, COVID, and then next thing you know, next thing you know, I'm in I'm in I'm in the I'm in the the hospital with his wife, my cousins. And, you know, there's a machine breathing for him. So you're just like, you know, you always want to stay optimistic. You always want to stay positive. But when there's a machine keeping you alive, it's just like, all right. You you kind of have to come to terms of on what's what's what the inevitable is right you ha- you have to and you know when when he when he passed it it really it, it really made me i i hadn't cried in a long time that like literally i hadn't cried in years like like, like at least 10 years 10 to 15 i haven't cried in a long time like actually, I, I I cried with my when my son was born. There you go. My when my first son when my son was born, I cried. All right. So when I cried, I'm like, oh, this little fucking man, this little Mexican man, he really meant something to me, right? And it put him it put in perspective on overall what's important in life really really you know really it, it was kind of like and it's weird to say kind of like gave me like inspired me in a way and it, it reminded me that this shit is not like this shit ain't forever this you know it, it, it could be it could be done at any moment so take advantage of the time you have here. You got dreams? Go for the motherfucking dreams. You got goals? Try to accomplish them. You got kids? You got kids and you want your kids to have better life than you than you did growing up? Make it happen. You got no time to waste here. I'm 32. It feels like I was 17 two years ago. That shit goes quick. My uncle got my uncle got out of jail, was out of jail for six months, seven months, around there, six, seven months, and passed away. Now, in my mind, in my in my head, oh, that was God. God knew. Your time was up, 
and being the merciful God that we have, he knew your time was up. So said, hey, these last couple of years, these last 10 years have been crazy for you. They've been tough. I'm going to give you some time with your family before I take you. And I believe that's what it was. I truly believe that. But that situation, I'm sorry for rambling, but I just figured I'd talk about it. That situation really, really inspired me to really get my shit in order. And, I, and I've always been a person that's really, I've always been really motivated. I've always really been really, you know, focused on things. So my message to you guys is, you know, and this, this goes back to the DMX death. Time is so short. I And I hate when people say that shit. It's so annoying. But it, the reason why I hate it, because it's so true. And, and you have to be reminded as much as possible. Because we get into these, we get into these, into these trends of just the day by day, like we go to the same shit over and over again. People are living for Fridays. People are living for Mondays. People are living for Saturdays. I'm living to go out with my friends. Listen, time is short. Like I said, time is short. So that time needs to be used very wisely if you want to accomplish something. Hey, if you're somebody who just wants to work and just and just wants to be okay, then go ahead and live, live the life you're living. But if you're somebody that wants more in life, if you're somebody that wants to achieve more, if you want your kids to have more, if you want your wife to have more, your time has to be used very wisely. Very wisely. Because any time that you're spending on, on something that's not helping you further yourself, further your family, further your bank account, further your career, any time that's being wasted on something that's not that is, is exactly that. It's wasted time. And you keep wasting that time when your day comes, when it's time to clock out, you're going to remember that waste of time. And, and trust me, everyone has to go through that once in their life. It's the last thing you do. Okay? So it's, you really have to think about it. You really got to... It's it's and this comes back to why why have a job that you hate? Why do things that you if there's something else you could do that could make you happy, go do that. Go do that. Obviously, if you have kids, I tell this people all the time. When you get kids, when you have kids, their dreams should overlap your dreams. Period. All right? I'm not saying you, you, you have to stop working at your, on your dreams when you have a kid. So I'm not saying that. Their dreams become the priority. Your dream, you can still work on your dream, but understand the things you do has to be for them. It, it's hard. My dreams are hard to get to. When my shit, when, I, when I'm at the end of the day, when my kids are ready to start achieving their dreams, it's my job to have made that that field to make that that journey of theirs a little bit easier. Not too easy, a little bit easier. But if I'm wasting my time on other things that don't matter, that time adds up, and then when my kids are ready to start their journey, it's going to be hard as shit because dad was wasting his time on bullshit. Or mom was wasting her time on bullshit. Or transgender mom or dad, whatever. My parent was wasting their time on bullshit. Death, time, it all factors in. It's all the same thing. And I don't know why I went on that rant, but I had to. I don't know why. I just figured. Got 30 minutes of that rant. My bad, guys. My bad. My bad. All right. So more of the story. Don't waste your fucking time.
All right. Because when it's your time to go, when it's your time to go, you don't want to look back and just be like, what the fuck did I do? You don't want to be that person. Trust me, you don't want to be that person. All right. They've got shots in this bitch. All right. What would you talk about? What, sh- what should we talk about here? Okay. Let's talk about this. It's going to be a short podcast, by the way, guys. Hope you don't mind. But let me get some water here. So the other day, was it on Twitter, Facebook? Uh, or the other day, I'm at work, right? And uh, every day, I, ha- I have to stop at um, um, the hospital. My 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 the my first stop of my day is at, at a hospital, right? And um, I used to, I used to always see this this old man there. He was in he's in the shipping receiving area. And he would always tell me, we'd always talk, you know, sports, blah, blah, blah. Nice guy. Right? Nice guy. I like him. Most of the time we talk about Badgers, Badger sports, whether it be football season, basketball, whatever. We always talk about that. We even talk about hockey sometimes. Right? And I and I, I lie and act like I know what I'm talking about, but I don't. Um, I hadn't seen that. I hadn't seen that old man in a while. Right. I hadn't seen him in a while. And I see him. He's like, oh, Saul, how you doing? Blah, blah, blah. And he, he doesn't have a mask on. I got my mask on. He doesn't have a mask on. He goes, Saul, first thing he tells, he, literally the first, typically, first thing he'll say is, did you watch this game? You know, watch, it was it was during the NCAA tournament too. So, in my mind, I'm expecting him to say something about NCAA tournament. And typically, I'm like, well, I'm going to have to lie my way around this because I haven't watched the tournament at all. I notice he, he doesn't have a mask on. And I'm baffled. I'm bewildered, if you if you will. Okay. I said, look at this motherfucker. This motherfucker ain't got no and he he knows he ain't no old young person. He's I would say in the 60s, something like that. No mask on in the 60s. And he's in the hospital. But he, mind you, he's in the shipping receiving bar. So whatever. He goes, Saul. He goes, he, he says, Hey Saul, nice to see ya. The next sentence out of his mouth was, Saul. Did you get your vaccine yet? I was like, oh, shit. I like this dude. All right? I like him. I, I tensed up. I'm like, oh, shit. You're going to hit me with that? I haven't seen you in weeks. You're gonna hit me, That's what you're going to hit me with? And for some reason, something has got me like, I got like, I got nervous. What the fuck is wrong with me? That's it for, like, I'm like, what is wrong? Why am I nervous? I go, um... I made some excuse. I'm like, uh, can I even get? I, I did that. Can I even get the vaccine? What are you talking about? He goes, Yeah, everyone can get it now. He goes, You you need to go. Uh, and he starts naming places off that they're giving it. You need to go get that taken care of. And I'm like, Oh yeah, um, just I just lied. I'm just like, Yeah, uh, um, I, I, I'll look into it. You know, I like this old man, so I don't want to say. The fuck you do? What are you taking a vaccine for? I don't want to. I don't want to be on that time, right? In my head, that's all I'm thinking. And um, <laughs> in my head, I'm like, "What the fuck are you talking about? You want me to take a vaccine that was made in nine months? Get the fuck out of here!" In my head, that's what I was thinking. But out of my mouth was my heart said, "Nah, uh, yeah, I'll look into it. I'll look into it, right?" And I, and I was like, "Damn." I thought about that. I'm like, as I got back in my in my car, I'm like, damn, this this he didn't he didn't purposely mean to do that, but he he got he got, he got me feeling the type of way about it. Why do I feel like this? Why do I feel like almost ashamed? Why why do I feel like that? Because I don't have a vaccine. I feel like almost ashamed of it. And I realized it's because people. People are not trying to make you feel ashamed, but they're but they're doing it. You know what I mean? Like the vaccine is it's one of those things that if you don't have it, it's like people look at you as if like, oh, you're one of those people. You know? They they don't they don't like 
I could be somebody who just doesn't know anything about it. I could be somebody who doesn't know where to get it. You know? But there's a, there's almost like a, a, a feeling of if you don't get the vaccine, you're a piece of shit. If you don't get the vaccine, you don't care about your neighbor. You don't care about your family. You don't care about your friends. If you don't get the vaccine, you are a Trump supporter. That's literally the narrative people are trying to uh, narrative people are trying to push on us. Now, well, Saul, are you gonna get the vaccine? Yeah, I'm gonna get the fucking vaccine, but I'm not gonna get the first wave of it. The fuck are you talking about? Remember what your mom would say? Oh, if remember what your remember, remember the little saying? Uh, if your friends jump off the cliff, are you gonna jump off the cliff? Like, no, I'm not a fucking idiot. But y'all taking the vaccine and you're taking it because your friend got it. But you won't jump off that cliff because you're not an idiot. You won't jump off that cliff because your your friend jumped off because you're not an idiot. But you'll take a vaccine because your friend got a vaccine. Think about that. Think about that. Think about that. All right? I want you to really think about that. Your mom used to tell you, oh, if your friend jumps off that cliff, you're going to jump off that cliff? And I'd be like, no, I'm not an idiot. But I'm going to take a vaccine because my friend took the vaccine. What? What do we say? What? What? You're jumping off the cliff because your friend jumped off of it, you idiot. Like, so if you ask me, Saul, are you going to take the vaccine? My answer is, yeah, I'll probably take it. But right now, I'm not taking it. Right at this time, I'm not taking it because I don't, me, I don't need it. All right. I don't think that I need it. If you think that you need it, go ahead and take it. If you're comfortable with the risk, because there's a risk. Stop this. Oh, there's not. There's a risk. It's a small. No, there's a risk. All right. <clears throat> I'm getting emotional here. I'm coughing and shit. There is a risk in that. There's a risk in everything. In, in any anything you put in your body, there's a risk. <clears throat> you got fucking people's skin falling off. You got black people's faces puffing up. Like you got all this shit happening with people taking vaccine, but we're just like, ah, eh, I'm gonna take it. Do your and, and listen. I'm not saying the vac. I'm not one of these fucking conspiracy people. Oh, the vac. It's 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 got some shit in it to control you. No, it doesn't. They made the vaccine because they want to help people. I truly believe that. They made the vaccine because they want to keep us safe. I truly believe that. But I do not believe the vaccine. I do not believe the vaccine should have been pushed this fast. I don't believe that. I don't believe the vaccine went through the same exact testing as all the other vaccines. That took years to make. Years, not months, years. You got vaccines that babies get, that people get, that took five to ten years to be to be pushed through for human consumption. All right? You got vaccines that have taken five to ten years to be pushed through the proper people and, and made safe for con- human consumption. Yet, we're okay with taking a, a vac. We're okay with taking a vaccine. We're okay with putting something in our body that took seven to eight months. What? Think about that logic, you guys. All right. So, am I going to take the vaccine? Yes. I'm not going to take this first batch, though. I'm not. In, I'm not. I'm, no, I'm not doing that. I'm gonna. Let, if you want to roll the dice, I'm gonna watch you roll the dice. All right. I'm gonna. I'm gonna see what happens to you. All right. If I start seeing your fucking shoulder going like that, all right, I'm going to chill with the vaccine. All right? Look, why? Look at his shoulder. It's fucking going, it's, it's going crazy. I'm going to chill with it. 
All right? But don't look at me as if I'm an idiot. I'm an idiot because I, I care. I want to be. I want to be careful. I'm an idiot. You look at me differently because I don't have a vaccine right now. I'm gonna get it. All right. I'm gonna get the vaccine. I just don't want to get the vaccine and get a fucking twitch in my neck every time I talk. I don't want that. Okay. So this vaccine shit. Relax. First of all, the vaccine only works for six months. No, no one's talking about that. That's what the fucking side. That's what the, the people who are pushing the vaccine are saying that it's it, it, you're. Hey, you're you're immune for six months. So in those six months, after that, I gotta get another one. I gotta put more bullshit into my body. Like I'm not gonna go to fucking. I'm not gonna go to. Um, I I got allergies. If you have allergies, are you gonna you go to if you, you let's put it this way, you have allergies. All right. You go to Walgreens, you go to CVS, whatever. They're the same thing, by the way. Walgreens, CVS, you're the fucking same thing. You're going to go to one of those. I got allergies, right? You're going to say, hey, where's your allergy medicine? Aisle four. All right. Thank you, old lady. Aisle four. I'm going to go to aisle four. And one side, one, you got one pill that says, hey, this pill works for six hours. Six hours. You take this, this pill in six hours, for six hours, you're good. This pill that costs more, this pill works for 24 hours. You take this shit and homeboy, you're good. Which one are you going to take? Which one are you going to take? I'm, I'm what? I'm going to take the one that let last. So am I wrong? Am I wrong for wanting to wait until we get a vaccine that's going to actually last me, not last me six months. I'm wrong for that. I'm inconsiderate for that. I'm, I'm a, a selfish bastard. So, yes, I'm going to take the vaccine. Right now, no. I'm, I want to wait and to see if you motherfuckers turn into zombies. If you don't turn into zombies, I'll think about it a little, a little quicker. All right? Some of you guys look like zombies when you when you hear that the person doesn't want to take a vaccine. You literally what? Fucking look like crackheads. Like relax. Fuck. But yeah, I'm gonna get the vaccine. Just not right now. All right. Next time. What, what should we talk about next? What should, another thing that um here's since since we're on the vaccine shit, since we're on that, since we're on the COVID thing. Talk about something else that, that's been bothering me. It's been bothering me to the core. All right. Listen, back in the days when I was I was I was running in these streets, right? And if you know what that means, you know what that means, right? Back in that back in those days when I was, you know, your boy was out there. I was out in the streets, right? Listen, when I was in different states, different places. Whenever you were driving, you know, you, when you drive, I always said, you drive, take your fucking bullshit hat off, take your hoodie off, drive nice and calm, straight, look everywhere, seatbelt on, do everything you possibly can do to avoid getting pulled over by a police officer. Do everything, everything, everything. One day, one, it was one time, I did everything. I got pulled over, right? I was, I was baffled. I was baffled. I was confused. Why did this officer just pull me over? Just confused, right? Why did this officer just pull me over? Officer comes to the, to the, um, to the door, I, and I'm like a little bit, hello, officer. What did I do? I wasn't speeding. Yeah, um, you see that right there? And he, he points at my uh, my uh, mirror, my rearview mirror. And I had a I had a little um, a thing hanging on it. What was it? Like a, like a medallion or something? Because yeah, you kind of have that. It's obstructing your obstructing your your vision. I look at him like, huh? 
That's a thing? He goes, yep. You can't do that. It's obstructing your vision. I'm like, okay, yeah. Um, so do you want me to take... Yeah, he goes, just, he, he's like, yeah, I'm not going to give you a ticket. Just take it off. Oh, okay, yeah. I did that. Took it off. I've talked to other police officers that say, especially especially the, the, the state troopers here in Wisconsin, they love to use that as an excuse to pull somebody over. They love it. They love it. All right? The other day I'm driving, and I'm looking. I'm like, God damn, everyone has... Why does everybody have their masks? Why is everybody here? I'm, I'm going to show you guys something. This is, this is about the size of a mask. Yeah, it's about the size of a mask. Everybody, I have masks on. So I probably should get one. <coughs> Actually, you know what? This is what we'll do. This is a mask right here. This is a mask. This is a mask right here. Right here. We're, this is it's a napkin, but we're gonna use that as a mask. All right, a mask goes around. Right, this is a mask. Why does everybody feel the need to hang their masks on their rearview mirrors? Why? Why is it? Why is it just hanging down there? Why? Why? Why are people doing that? Why are you hanging your mask in the rearview mirror? Why? My first thought is, why, why, why aren't the police officers pulling these people over? The fucking mask is this big? That big? That wide? Like, that's, that's a clear case of obstructing someone's vision while they're driving. Why aren't you pulling, you know, pulling them over, officer? But fuck all that. More importantly, why are people feeling the need to put those masks on, on their rearview mirror? Let me, t- let me tell you why. Let me, let, me, let me break it down on why they want they want to do that. All right? That's, me, that's like me having a Joe Biden 2020 bumper sticker on my car. That's like me having a Trump 2020 bumper sticker on my car. That's what that is. All right? When someone has a mask on their rear mirror, that's that's sh- that's showing you. That's telling you, hey, I play over here, and I want you to know that I play over here. All right, I got my mask in my car. I got it right here, right over here. I'm I'm not gonna put it. No, I got it right here. But if I put my mask on that rearview drive, that rearview mirror, that's me telling you, hey, I want you to know. That I am COVID conscious. Or I want you to know that. All right. Don't mind the Mountain Dew that I've been drinking all day. I want you to know that I am COVID conscious. So I'm going to put my mask right here on this rearview mirror. All right. I want you to know that. I want you to know that. By the way, do you have a new part? So I want to smoke. Other than that, I want you to know I'm COVID conscious. Okay. Just so you know. What? I haven't, yeah, I haven't showered in three days. But just, I want you to know I'm COVID conscious. Okay? I don't brush my teeth, but whatever. I want you to know that I am COVID conscious. So I'm going to put my mask right here. Okay? Listen. We get it. I get it. I support you. You want to wear your mask? Cool. But... It's like, do we have to? Do we have to just stick it in everybody's face? Do we have to? Do we have to? Really? I don't think we do. Right? I was at Walmart yesterday, and I'm seeing more and more people with no masks, and it was beautiful. It felt me. I've never felt so happy to be in a Walmart. I'm at Walmart in the self checkout. That you, hey. If you go to Walmart, going to self-checkout, that's a toss-up, especially with my wife. White people, y'all can't handle the pressure, all right? I'm going to say it right now. That's racist. I don't care. You cannot handle the pressure of self-checkout. You freeze up. 
All right. My wife's going through one of her episodes, fucking debit card. She's she's literally jamming the debit card into the fucking card reader. Chip malfunction, and she's jamming it in there. I'm like, yo, chill out. Give me it. And she's just fucking just, no, you got to do it this way. The fucking card was bending. Literally, the card, she had her thumb on the card, and it was, you got to do it like this, and she's fucking jamming it in there. Jesus, relax. Holy shit. Took to the card from her, slid it nice and slow, worked right away. Just, she's furious. Right. Anyway, so I'm looking around. I'm like, damn, babe, that person doesn't have a mask on. That person doesn't have a mask on. That person doesn't have a mask on. And the Walmart people, the Walmart workers aren't saying a damn thing. Not a damn thing they're saying. I'm like, whoa, shit. I go, babe, look. At and my wife goes, good. I'm like, just looking like I was, a, I was a bewildered. Wow. Are we moving towards no mass? Interesting. Made me, it made me feel good. All right. I've never felt so good to be at a Walmart. It made me feel good to look to watch that. But I kept my mask on because, hey, just because. You know what I mean? So I get it with the mask thing. But get the fuck out of my face with that shit hanging down in your on the rear view. If you're a police officer and you listen to this shit, start pulling those motherfuckers over. Because that's obstructing the vehicle. That's obstructing the vision of a driver. All right? You can't have that. Enough of that. All right? Enough of that. God damn it. Anyway. Late gunshots. I got I to gotta put these hotkeys up for these gunshots so I can just press a button and just... You know what I mean? So... That's that, right? What else should we talk about? Fuck you and your mask. That's, that's what I, f- I have to say about that. But I wear a mask. All right? Fuck you and your masks, but I'm going to wear a mask because I don't want to make you feel bad. That's how I feel. Yeah, that's a weird way to feel, but that's how I feel. I repeat, fuck you and your mask, but I'm going to wear this mask because I don't want to make you feel bad. You know? You get it? But still, fuck you. All right? Um, so... The other day on, was it, was it Twitter or Facebook? Anyway, I saw I saw something. Somebody posted something about old Joe Biden. Um, he, uh, he made a comment about our Constitution. And I think the, the, the headline of the, of the um, article was, Joe Biden says, uh, hold on, let me, let, me let me pull it up real quick. Let me pull it up real quick. Oh, Biden says, no amendment to the Constitution is absolute. That's that's the headline that I see I seen on Twitter or Facebook that someone someone shared. I seen that and I was like, oh, what are you what? I was fucking I was mad. I gotta stop swearing so much. I was I was like, wait, wait, what? He said what? How dare he? How dare he speak of our constitution in that manner? No amendment is absolute? What does that mean? Are you trying to say what I think you're trying to say? Right, I, 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 got, that, I got that upset. I got like, what? Hold on, let me, let me read. Then I, I read it, right? And I listened to it. I'm like, wait, that's not what he was saying. I'm, 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 I'm going to play you the full clip. All right, not the full clip, but where he says about um, the amendment, all right? Again, if you're on if you're on YouTube, you can see this. If you're not, uh, I don't know what to tell you. That's what he says. This is our president, Joe Biden, and he looks. Listen, he looks old as shit in this video. Somebody give this. I you know I'm not I'm not gonna get that. But he looks old as fuck. All right. Way to go. It seems like we always have a long way to go. But I also uh, today we're taking steps to confront not just the gun crisis, but what is actually a public health crisis. Huh? Nothing, nothing I'm about to recommend in any way impinges on the Second Amendment. There are phony arguments suggesting that these are Second Amendment rights at stake from what we're talking about. Just get to it, Grandpa. Jesus Christ. But no amendment, no amendment to the Constitution is absolute. You can't yell crowd, you can't yell fire in a crowded movie theater. We call a freedom of speech. From the very beginning, you couldn't own any weapon you wanted to own. From the very beginning of the Second Amendment existed, certain people weren't allowed to have weapons. So the idea 
is just bizarre to suggest that some of the things we're recommending are contrary to the Constitution. Okay, so that, that's what he meant by that no amendment is absolute. All right. And this is this is the exact and it's what I love to do. I, like I said, you guys, I'm gonna, this podcast. I'm gonna call out bullshit on both sides, not just one side. I'm gonna call out bullshit on both sides, and this is a bullshit thing for the for my conservative friends, my conservative homies, my you know, for you guys to to start sharing this shit like as as if he said I'm getting rid of the Constitution. Y'all, come on, don't do what they do, conservatives. Don't do what they do. All right? Because they do that more than y'all, but don't stoop to that level. All right? Don't start taking little pizza, bits and pieces of what people are saying and then saying, oh, they said that. Don't do that. If you're a conservative, if you have conservative ideas, idea, if, you, if, you, if you really consider yourself a true conservative, don't stoop down to those levels that the hardcore left uses and use those type of tactics uh, of slicing things up and making making things seem like, like something like they're, they're not. All right? I'm happy that I did my own research and looked into it. That shit, he ain't saying shit. He ain't saying nothing about getting rid of the Constitution. No, come on, relax. He actually made some decent, point, decent points about that. All right? Now, this is, you know, there's been a lot of gun, gun, um, I'm not going to say, there hasn't really been a lot of gun violence, but there's been a lot of situations that happen that the news is is, is really blowing up and, and trying to get it all over our faces, right? Pause. Um, shooting after, you know, uh, the Asian hate shit's really, that shit's, that's, by, next, by next week, the Asian shit, Asian shit, the Asian hate Trend will be out the window. Watch. I mean, it's already happening. It's already happening. Um, but the whole gun violence thing. Old Joe Biden starts. He starts talking about how it's like a epidemic. And listen, it's not. All right, the stats prove that it's not. Okay. These these incidents that happened, yeah, they happened, but it's not like there's a sh- it's not like there's a mass shooting, like it, I shouldn't say that. I want I'm not gonna get into that, but <laughs> listen, this comes down to the whole what you believe in, all right. You guys, if you're if you're pro Second Amendment, trust me and believe me when I say. Nobody is taking your guns. It's not happening. And don't be like, well, yeah, because it's over my dead. But no, no, no. Nobody will ever attempt to take your guns. Nobody will. Okay. This shit, these little tidbits of, of, of you know, these little voice or these little interviews he does and, and, and you know, it's smoke and mirrors, you guys. All right. It's not real. Okay. This is it's, all this is is this is a this is a pimp making his hoes happy. That's all it is. All right. Joe Biden is the pimp and the hoes are the Democrats. All right. Sorry to break it down to you like that, but it is what it is. Now let's get into the pimp and hoe culture. What the fuck does that mean, Saul? What are you saying? Listen. You ever met a pimp? They don't call themselves pimps. I have. Don't ask me why. Whatever. We'll get into that later. Now, a pimp, especially these new age pimps, and I consider my my boy Joe here, that boy is a new age pimp. All right? Joe is a new age pimp. I'm sorry to tell you, but Joe Biden is a new age pimp. All right? And I know, and I, and I know that's 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 giving him a lot of credit, but he is. Joe Biden is a new age pimp. I don't know what you heard about me. So From my boy Joe Biden. Let's go. No Cadillac, no perms, you can't see. Then I'm a motherfucking B.I.M.B. 
This calls out to Joe Biden. This is the shit he's on right now. All right. Your boy Joe Biden is on that pimp time. All right. And if you're a Joe Biden fanatic, you're one of his hoes. All right. Well, Saul, break that down. What does that mean? Jesus Christ. You're just talking in circles. I'm going to tell you what it fucking means. All right. You whole ass bitch. A pimp uses his hoes for his own gain. Okay. This little thing that Joe Biden's saying about gun control, it means nothing. He's going to do nothing. This is just for his hoes. He's giving them just enough to be happy. Just enough to be like, oh, look, he really cares. He really, Joe Biden, listen. The fact that Joe Biden woke up this morning, that's a miracle. Okay? That's a solid day when he wakes up. Joe Biden, he owes too many favors. He's got too many backs to scratch. The people that helped him get into this into this uh, office, he's got too many favors to worry about. Gun control is not it. Sorry to tell you, it is not it. So all you conservatives who think that gun control is going to be, your gun is going to be taken away, they're not going to be taken away. And all you liberals who think, look at our president. He is straight up. He is really, really, really going to um, get rid of this gun, gun violence. And he's really, this is for you. I don't know what you heard about me Put up this chain, get a dollar out of me No matter that more words you can't see Then I'm a motherfucking P.I.M.P. I don't know what you heard about me Alright? Joe, pimp Joe Biden is giving you hoes just enough to make you think he actually cares. But he doesn't care and he didn't can do shit about it. All right. He doesn't care because he can't care about it because he's got too many favors to, to handle before he does anything. Joe Biden will not accomplish shit because he owes too many favors. And this is all a part of it. This is a part of making you guys feel like he actually cares and doing something. And it's not. It's just giving you enough information to make you feel good about yourself. That's all it is. All right. So shut the fuck up. Conservatives, shut the fuck up. No one's taking your guns. Put the gun down. You're not going to fight. have to fight for it. Relax. All right. Relax. All right, guys. So. Sorry about that little rant there, but listen, we're an hour, we're an hour and seven minutes. All right. Enough is enough. All right. So hope you guys enjoyed t today's episode. It's Monday. Like I said, guys, hope you guys enjoyed the week. Um, I hope I gave you guys a little laughter, give you a little story in the beginning, give you some little rant in the middle, COVID rants, some gun violence rants in the mid, in the, at the end. Um, anyway, guys. Focus on the things you need to focus on, all right? Your time is valuable. Use it wisely, all right? Don't let this bullshit politics and COVID and listen, your family, your friends, your God, that's important. Enjoy the week. Enjoy each other. Have fun. Love each other. Be kind to each other. All right, spend time with your kids, spend time with your wife, spend time with your husband, spend time with your transgender wife, spend time with your transgender husband, spend time with each other, enjoy it, love each other, God bless, I love you guys, and I am out.